Welcome to the Chicago Golf Tour Podcast, sponsored by Sub70 Golf. Sub70 Golf is the number one direct-to-consumer golf equipment company based out of Sycamore, Illinois. By cutting out middlemen and unnecessary overhead, Sub70 products are roughly half the cost of other OEMs. Everything is custom-built, and they typically have one- to two-week turnaround times. With a full equipment line from driver through putter and options for everyone, go check out Sub70 Golf at GolfSub70.com. All right, folks, we are back, and we are back with an absolute banger there, Rob. How are we doing? Good, how yourself, Tom? I'm good, buddy. How about that weekend? Well, I got to start off. We were both, well, mostly me. I read it wrong. Ricky won in 2019. Just a heads up. Why? What did we say originally? Well, I read it as 2016 because he wanted to play off. That's what uh, the old Google machine said. So I apologize. There's a little error on my my side, but it was 2019 that Ricky won. Hey, we appreciate the honesty here. Yeah. Oh, that's figure we're in the trust tree. That's it. We're that's all we're, we're all about pushing, you know, the correct info. Um, mm-hmm. speaking of that you mentioned that they they mentioned on the on the uh, telecast. I didn't know Brooks won the waste management twice already. That kind of threw me for a loop. So I had to research that. I already forgot the dates, but anyhow. Um yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. No, he won it twice. I I don't want to say in the wrong year, so I'm just not gonna say anything. Well, I was trying to think about it. I'm like, okay, I could see one being like recent within the last like four years, maybe. But I'm well, like, he won last. He won last year. True. Because he well, had that sick. Uh, he had shot that in seven, Yeah, yeah. In seventeen. Right. Yeah. So maybe I'm. Maybe I can't think of his original one. I, I want to say it's 2015, but I'm gonna don't quote me on that. Okay, yeah. So that's yeah. Anything like outside of three years, it might as well be twenty years ago to me. That's just my brain. Right. Is, you know. Well, I mean, the last two years feel like one year. So I, I hear you. True. Yeah, I definitely. So it took me a minute. Yeah, he definitely won last year. That chip in was insane, considering that green too. Well, he had to sit around and wait too last year. Right. And then. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't even remember. Honestly, I feel like Brooks has only been around for like six years. Which is great. Yeah, I mean, he was, yeah, because he spent most of his time in the European tour. Mm-hmm. So, but anyways, we digress. Let's jump into the waste management uh, open. Unreal. I mean, we just keep it, getting ridiculous tournament after tournament. Yeah, it was it was definitely a fun watch. I uh I did enjoy it. Saturday was fun. I did I mean, like I always say, like Arizona golf, but I thought it was awesome. The contrast of the dormant grass versus the overseed. I always like the flyovers. That looks great. Um right. you can't you can't be sixteen. You can't really beat seventeen. I think seventeen's an awesome you know, follow up poll. But yeah, it was it was very entertaining. It was it was unbelievable. Uh, I watched a lot Thursday. Only a little bit Friday, only a little bit Saturday, and then pretty much all of Sunday. So got a little bit of you know each day, but um, I mean I just couldn't believe again. Like what was there? Eight guys, seven guys at one point tied at like fourteen or fifteen. 
And then obviously, um, you know, we had the playoff there between Scotty and, and, and Cantley, but prior to that, we had a lot of action. I was so, hoping Scotty hit, hit that putt on 18 though. Cause with the Super Bowl, I'm like, I can't trying to watch both the balance, both, especially both. with how slow Cantley is man on the greens, dude. Oh, terrible. That, that's in my notes. So we'll, we'll get to that. That okay. guy has been dry. He's, he's literally moved into my first in the first slot of least favorite players on tour. They were put on the clock too. I think, weren't they? Uh, that Thursday or Friday, Friday, maybe they were put on the clock. That I terrible, don't. but his, his outfit stinks. He's slow. He's boring. I just, I don't know. For some reason I can't get with that guy. Um, for whatever reason, but even on even on uh, the first playoff hole, like he literally took, I think somebody filmed it. It was like 21 seconds to hit a putt mm-hmm. when he yep. dressed it. The guy just is magic feet shifting around. Feet, yeah, I don't understand that. The feet. Yeah, I don't just... know. Whatever. And the thing is, though, it's like hard to criticize because he's a really good putter. So um, he just is super boring and takes forever. So. But let's let's circle back here. So we had a Sam Ryder ace, which set that place on fire. Yeah, that was uh, I got done talking to you and I went upstairs and uh, put it on the TV and Katie was watching with me and we caught it and she went nuts for it, too. It was pretty funny. that whole scene was wild. It was uh, very entertaining. The only thing I didn't like, and I'll probably get made fun of for it, but, you know, it was funny when they were throwing the bottles, but I couldn't stand when they st- kept throwing them when they're trying to clean it up. That kind of got under my skin a little bit. Yeah, that's, that's understandable. Um, even, so to your point, even um, JT's chipping. Like, oh, there was... They didn't need to do that either. That was yeah. stupid. Yeah. And and also to your point, like I'm not trying to be, you know, negative Nancy here, but I think there's definitely a time and place for it. Sure. Uh, Sam Ryder's hole in one, go bananas. Yes. Like they did. Like that atmosphere was insane. It was wild. It was like a you know, a college football game. Insane. Carlos Ortiz, same thing. Go nuts. Yep. But like, you know, for a chip in at that or point. Or with Harry like, Higgs. Yeah. Or when, yeah, Harry Higgs and, and Joel Damon, you know. Um, the Chippendales. <laughs> yeah, reenacted Happy Gilmore and did the Chippendales. And that, I think, kind of took it over the t- over to the top. Um, but, you know, the whole one's insanity. I mean, I couldn't even imagine being in that type of, you know, stadium-like atmosphere and, and hitting an ace. Well, did and, you see the video of Matt Wallace on the driving range? No. Oh, so so Matt Wallace was done with his round and he was on the driving range, you know, just hitting driver. Yeah. When it happened with Sam Ryder and they were filming him, his swing. It, it must have been a scatty, obviously. And he just stopped and he turned around. And he said, Oh, someone got a hole in one because you could see, you know, the 16 stands, everybody just throwing stuff. Right. It's pretty funny. That is pretty cool. Um, no, I mean, that place is electric, man. I couldn't even imagine hitting a tee shot in there, let alone an ace. Um, 
but I was really hoping uh Figala, I'm probably saying his last name wrong, but I was hoping he pulled through, man. So that's that was next on the on the notes there. I mean, I was kind of taken back by that guy's story. Mm-hmm. Um, I was rooting for him hard on Sunday. And I just thought it was super impressive. You know, what was he? Was he the 50 54 hole leader going into Sunday? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that in its its own right is pretty impressive, but the well, guy is playing on exemption. Mm-hmm. You know, he's well, he playing. didn't yeah, he didn't finish his round Thursday. So he had two holes left uh-huh. to finish Friday and he went bogey bogey. Right. And then came bounced right back from it when he went back out for a second round, you know. And didn't he start Sunday's round bogey bogey too? Or double? I think he went he went par double bogey. But yeah, okay. So playing on exemption mm-hmm. holds the 54 hole lead. Then on Sundays, paired obviously in the final group with, you know, three of the, let's see, top. Well, Brooksy's now at like 20. So like top 25 players in the world. Like the guy wasn't phased at all. Right. He was fearless. He played so good. And then, you know, that's just an unfortunate bounce on 17. Like that. Yeah, I said that was rough. Well, because I think they said he hit the same club on saturday and he he ended up being short i thought so yeah he kind of just got he like got that downhill like left little lie and then it just shot out to the left and you know he said he he hit it as well as he thought he could and it had cut on it and he was like i just i got a bad bounce and then he said um you know going through his this process for his chip he kind of rushed it and then just made a bad putt and you know, it's it's crazy to think like, and you could tell like it hit him on eighteen. Like, you know, I just yeah. had, you know, I basically just had this tournament. Um, kind of see him let it go is, you know, disappointing. But <clears throat> excuse me, I mean, he, I thought he was awesome on Sunday. I thought the whole story was unbelievable. I live for those kind of little, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, characters and, and plots and, and what have you. But um, yeah, he was unbelievable, dude. He, he literally after 16's tee shot, he was then walking down, pumping up the crowd. Like mm-hmm. he wasn't. So was his dad. Yeah. Right. But I mean, you wouldn't expect that from like a guy who hasn't been there. So for, for him to kind of be in the moment, like soaking it in, you know, feeling the energy i thought that was super cool um but yeah i mean you know coming down to the end he just fell a little bit short and then you know obviously we had the uh the playoff with with scotty i can't believe he missed that like what five footer on 18 if that um and then i was like oh he's got some meat on that coming back because he kind of blew it over Mm -hmm. the right edge Mm-hmm. So I was at least excited, you know, he, he made that and then they went to a playoff. Here's the thing about the playoff. Sure. Go play 18, you know, the first playoff hole. After yeah. that, it should be gladiator style in the 16th stadium until somebody dies or until there's a winner. And just let that, yeah. let that place go nuts. 
Yeah, I see that. I read I like seven, 17 though too because that's like a you know risk reward type deal thing. I do like 17 uh as well. Dude, 17's 17 on what was that? Saturday with the back pin. That thing was playing insane. Like if you didn't have if you didn't have the right speed coming up on your putt or chip and that thing just took off off the back and then rolled down the hill. I think uh let's see Maybe JT's. I think I saw did that. Uh, mm-hmm. Speaking of your boy Ricky's chip on Saturday into that hole was insane. You talking about Thursday when he dunked it? Was it Thursday? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, that was. I'm like, where's he going? Like, as soon as he hit it, he threw it up there. I'm like, where is oh, this? It went outside the TV. I was like, holy shit! <laughs> right, and then it just it it just you know cooked the brakes and then mm-hmm. dove in. That was. That was very nice. Um, dude, all around. I mean, we could talk about this tournament for probably an hour. Yeah, no, I thoroughly enjoy it. I mean, it's awesome to turn on Thursday and Friday morning and see, you know, the nice sun and the the landscapes and you're sitting there watching it at 10 o'clock in the morning. It was great. Yeah. And then actually, so side story, I went over to my buddies on Friday, checked out his new simulator, Matt Leahy's South mm. November. We actually played uh tbc scottsdale so it was pretty fun um you really wouldn't know until you got to the back though like the front nine i'm like it doesn't look anything like it but then you know you're used to seeing like the stands and stuff like that on the back but the whole did just become more familiar did you did you play with your new uh new weapon no so well i didn't i didn't acquire the new weapon until after we were done playing okay all right so um i think rob wants to get at something here so i think i'm just gonna have to tell you guys trust Uh, tree i'm in the trust tree we're in the trust tree um over the weekend i i'm not too excited about this but where the numbers were at i'm very excited um i made a little trade on friday night to said member matt Leahy. Um, I traded my Bentonardi for his PXG driver. Go ahead, get get the last up now. I was the same way. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Listen, this <sighs> thing. I don't know what was going on. Literally, I, I was pounding this thing, carrying like 282. You know, total like 302, 303. His so his shaft is like. 76 grams or 78 mm-hmm. it's heavy but the way that it sets up um the head sits maybe his grip just the look in general i like and it's a 10 and a half loft i'm used to a nine mm-hmm. and I, I know for a fact just based on you know my simulator his simulator i hit down on the ball which is obviously no bueno so the 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 ten and a half loft was helping me, you know, hit mm-hmm. up, and I was just trying to purposely hit up, but I felt good. I mean, it got to the point where that's when he was like, "How much you want for it?" Or I said that to him, and then I said, "Well, I have a Bettinardi over there in the bag. You interested in that?" So we made a little trade off. So to Rob's point, I I now am an owner of a PXG driver um will it be my gamer that's to be determined 
Really? It's oh yeah. It's it's gonna see ample time on the drive uh driving range. So I might be going to either the sweet spot or cog this week, and I plan on you know bringing it out there, huh? Oh yeah. I mean, I'm just so the thing is the Betonardi, like the reason I trade it is I've had it for four or five years. I've tried to use it multiple times. It's just it's just not me. Right. So so you figure PXG is you. Well, I did away, I did away with it, and, and now I'm I'm trying to see if the the PXG is maybe something I need. Hey, if it gets you 300, I I will I will gladly cheer you on, buddy. I can't wait. If if we do go out to uh, you know the the range this week, I can't wait to send you a video. Better see it on the IG. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's that was the old uh, Friday night at the sim. But yeah, waste management, unreal. Um, again, a first time winner on the tour. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think the season could really have started any better. Obviously, Scotty, too, um, you know, super likable guy. Mm-hmm. Swing is bananas, but the guy gets it done. Um, yeah. I felt like him and, and Cantley especially in the playoff, like both their drives, like where they were hitting the ball, we're like, what's going on here? Right. Um, yeah. But, you know, that putt, you know, to, to seal the deal was, was mm-hmm. pretty nice. You know, I think mm-hmm. the thing only had another quarter roll in it. So, um, and then we get a, a hell of a tournament next week with easily, you know, a top two tournament for me. And that's the, the Genesis Invitational at Riviera. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Yep. Did you see? So it's obviously going to be uh, star studded. Did you see mm-hmm. that all top 10 players in the world are, are playing in it? I saw it on your Instagram story. That kind of, I had to go to, I had to go online to see the actual field. That's pretty crazy. Crazy. First time since I think a first official uh, world golf rankings came out in 86. So this would be the first time that everybody in the top 10 is playing in a tournament of the official world golf rankings, which is super cool. Yeah. The course is awesome. Yeah. I mean, ribs, awesome, super old school, but you know, it always appears to be in insane shape. Um, I think I saw Shackerford today say that the rough's super low, the greens are running firm. Um, he thinks if the if the wind is is minimal, we should see some scoring. So, mm-hmm. super pumped for that. Again, just another ridiculous tournament that hopefully you know we get uh, down to the wire. But uh, I'm kind of hoping Homa defends this title. Yeah, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, he played yeah. so good on Saturday this past yeah. weekend. Mm-hmm. So. Max is always fun to watch. Obviously, he's a great uh, Twitter follower. Um, I mean, the guy is just filled with jokes and, and you know, really good jokes, too, and, and great roasts of, of people's swings. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to say he's, he's probably not going to be able to defend <laughs> against, you know, a, a field like that. But right. you never know. Um, but we will circle back to the Genesis. We're going to dive right in. And like I said, we have 
an absolute banger of an episode. And we talked about it last week. And we're coming in hot this week with the 2022 CGT schedules. Here we go. Where do you want to start, Rob? Who was off first? South, right? The South is off first. So let's let's pull up the South. We'll throw that up on the screen for you guys, um, for you guys up, you know, for you guys on YouTube. So the South, we started off the opener is at Sanctuary, and then we head to the Masters at Ravislow, and then in Event Three we go to Glen Woody, Event Four Heritage Bluffs for the PGA Championship. We go out to Belmoral for the sixth event. We go to Old Oak. Then for the second major of the year, the U.S. Open, we're going down to the Kankakee Elks. That's the third little... major. What's that? That's the third major. What did I say, second? Yeah. My bad. Third major of the year, the U.S. Open, <laughs> Kankakee Elks. And we'll jump into the, the schedules probably more next episode just because this one's probably going to be pretty long with the, the recaps and all that. But we will dive into these courses. Uh, Kinky Elks is one of the ones I want to get into, but I have to move on. Otherwise, we'll be here forever. Love that course. It's unbelievable. Um, the eighth event, Whitetail Ridge. And then the final major of the year, the Open Championship at Harborside. Then we go to the 10th event, COG number two, the Ravines. And then we go to the playoff. And we're going back to Calumet Country Club. And you guys are going to kill me, but <laughs> Southside Tour Championship, the details are not finalized yet. So I do not want to go ahead and give that because if something happens, then we look bad. So as of right now, the Southside Tour Championship is to be determined. And I will tell you that is the only course that's to be determined. So moving on, Rob. We'll jump to the Northside Tour. There we go. The Northside Tour opens up at Pine Meadow. Then they go to the first major of the year, the Masters, and that's at Will Met. Event three, Countryside. Event four, the Preserve at Oak Meadows. And then event five, the second major of the year, the PGA Championship at Stonewall Orchard. Event six, Buffalo Grove. The third major of the year, the U.S. Open, is at Thunderhawk. The eighth event is at Chevy Chase. And number nine, the third, fourth major of the year, the Open Championship is at Shepherd's Crook. Event 10, Sunset Valley. Event 11, the playoff, is at Palatine Hills. And the Northside Tour Championship is at Glencoe. Absolutely stacked. Unbelievable. So going back real quick, let's just actually we'll get into that later. But <laughs> I was gonna count, I was gonna count all the new courses on each each tour. Oh yeah, but I don't Break want to wrong numbers. But I think there's like three or four, and even I believe one schedule has five. All right, West Side Tour. West Side Tour yes. opens up at Randall Oaks. Then you guys go to um, second event, the Masters at Bolingbrook. Event three, Orchard Valley. 
event four, Klein Creek, event five, PGA Championship, Bose Creek, event mm -hmm. six, Highlands of Elgin, event seven, the third major, the U.S. Open at Cantini, event eight, Heritage Bluffs, event nine, the last major of the year, the Open Championship is at the Village Links of Glen Ellen. Event 10, Blackstone. Event 11, the playoff, Seven Bridges. And the West Side Tour Championship is at Prairie Landing. And those are your 2022 CGT schedules. What do you think there, Rob? I just count we got four new courses on the West Side. Which is pretty sweet. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. Um I think all three tours are looking good. Obviously, I'm biased towards the West Side tour because I play on it, but I'm very pumped about that. Not to get in too much detail, but playoff set seven bridges. That's gonna be interesting. Yep. It sure yeah, is. We'll I'll tell you what, I'm coming over for a couple of these tracks. Um, I'm definitely going to try out Klein Creek. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely 1,000% probably going to go play Bose Creek again. And then Blackstone, I'm for sure going to play. Never played it. So let's see. The West Side, or excuse me, North Side Tour. One. West Side Tour, or the North Side Tour has, I believe, four or five. Well, Matt, Shepherd's yeah, five. Sunset Valley, Palatine. Yep. Five new courses. And Glencoe is supposed to be a really good public track. Um, Have you ever played Shepherd's Crook? No, that that one I'll be at. I've heard I mean, so. I've just heard, by their logo. Yeah, I've heard Shepherd's Crook has like top five greens in Illinois. So, from what I've gathered from just a little bit of research, Shepherd's mm -hmm. Crook is, you know, it's up there, and it's it's up there. So, the price point. It's one of those courses where you where you get there. I'm assuming when you get there and you play it, and you're like, "How is this place like 55 bucks or 60 bucks?" Right. Because if it was any further south towards the city, you know, I'm sure it would be 80, 90 bucks. So I've heard it's it's super well manicured. I heard the greens are unbelievable, um, and I just heard I just hear it's a it's a hidden gem of you know, the North side. So I'm super pumped for that. Bringing back some oldies for the South side tour then too. Yeah. It was nice. Yeah. We brought some, uh, some OGs back that being, you know, sanctuary. Uh, I like the sanctuary. Yeah. That's a fun. It is a fun little track. Um, you know, it's gettable. There's definitely holes. There's some trouble holes, especially on the back. Where do you, you know, you want to go for it? Some tight holes, um, especially when you get in that back little, like over the bridge, it's super wooded on both sides. 
Then you have the part three coming out, which is pretty long. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a fun little, it's a sporty little track and, mm-hmm. and it's, and it's, you know, kind of linksy. So sanctuary is always a good one. Um, we did bring back obviously heritage bluffs and then kinky Elks. So kinky Elks, if you guys have never been down there, I'm telling you what kinky Elks, the, the green complexes there are pretty much like, you know, you're going to think like you're not at the right course. So they're so well done. It reminds me of Beverly, to be honest, you know, with you, there's a lot of plateaus, there's runoffs. Um, It's just a great course. And that's another one. It's probably going to be like 50 bucks, if that. So, um, and then you go to Whitetail Ridge and Rob, you know, I was, I was out there in right, exactly. or October, um, phenomenal track. So, and then, you know, we, we brought back, uh, Kelly Met for the playoff and then, you know, we'll, we'll finish out the, uh, the Southside tour with the championship. So that rounds it up. We'll get this up on social. Uh, the next day or two, we'll send it out to the boys. It will be up on the website. Mm-hmm. It'll be ready to go for March one, which is open registration. Yes. So we're almost there. We're two weeks out from. Yeah, it's, we're getting close, man. Super close. I mean, before you know it, Masters Masters is less than fifty days away. I know. <laughs> that means our master's party is like 51 days away 52 days away so something like that anyways um and you'll you guys will see that as well when you register um so you'll you'll get a reminder for our master's party which again is master saturday april 9th we're doing a part three shootout you could also play in the scramble. It's either one or the other. You either play in the par three shootout or the 18 hole scramble. Uh, plan is to get both of those done by 2 2 30, meet in the clubhouse, watch the last couple hours of the Masters with a two hour eat and drink deal. You know, we'll have a bunch of CGT merch there for you guys to buy for the entire year. We hope to have a couple sponsors there. It's going to be awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we're hoping to have a bunch of guys out there to, you know, hang out, network, you know, meet other guys that they could potentially play with all year. So, you know, we're looking to to have, I would be happy with, you know, 150 guys. I think it's very doable. Uh, I think people are going to be itching to get out at that point, especially with all this, you know, COVID still going on and, and what have you. Um, but yeah, I mean, when the schedules are done, Rob, there's, there's a lot of weight that comes off the yeah. shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it's a great thing though. It's, it, it essentially sets the tone for this, for the season, um, gets everybody fired up and, you know, we've talked about it on our own, but for you guys, what we're going to do in season on the podcast is 
dive into, you know, the event that just happened. So we'll recap events and then we'll also talk about upcoming events on said tours and we'll jump into those courses and kind of go over what we know about them, what we've heard, you know, do a little research, go over, you know, OB penalty areas. We're going to have major championship winners on. It's going to be awesome. It's going to, it's going to be a good season. That's for yeah, sure. It's going to be a ton of fun. Um, I can't wait till we have our first, you know, Sam Ryder on, you know, when that, when that email or when that video comes through, hopefully uh, a hole in one, we'll, we'll get mm-hmm. whoever that is. Uh, that would be super cool. But yeah, we were, you know, we're looking to just do whatever we can to, to make the in-season podcast as, as enjoyable as possible. Um, one way we've done that so far, Rob, is the book it with T picks. He, he had a good week last weekend. I was just going to say, Rob, T came through with a big one and Scotty Shuffler, 25 to one. I was going nuts. Um, I texted T right away. Just did you take his advice? Oh, yeah. Just big B O O O O M as in boom. <laughs> and he just started dying laughing. Um, but that gets us right to the Genesis uh, Invitational Book It With T picks. Who do you like here, Rob, with a uh, star-studded field? I mean, I didn't know it was a top 10. I'm going to still stick. I really wanted to see Homa, but I don't know, man. Spieth didn't do good at all last weekend, so I can't go with him. I don't know, man. I'd like to hear his picks for sure. See if he can go two for two. All right. T's got in his long shot, McNeely, 90 to 1. Next up, Alex Noren, 80 to 1. And he's got Mr. Peters, 70 to 1. Now we get into the nitty gritty. He's got Rory, 22 to 1. And his favorite, Colin Morikawa, 20 to 1. And you could really with T. Oh, yeah. I do. I, I I like I like Colin at uh, Riv. I, I like that pick a lot, actually. I mean, yeah, obviously. Yeah, I mean, he's cool, collective, calm and collective. I don't. That does. That is very appealing to put money down on that. Oh yeah, I mean, to your point, you know, Stackfield, it's it's probably gonna. It's probably going to come down to, you know, some wedges and in a putter. So I like more. Was it was it Fino last year in it too with Oma? I can't remember. E was it? I think it was. Yeah, because yeah, it, it was. I'm almost positive. I could be wrong, but no, I did. did. I feel like that's what it was. I, I feel like it was too, because I was sad again for Mr. Fino after yeah, until he like, won. Yeah. But the guys had like 12 top two finishes <laughs> right. and lost in like four playoffs. Right. Probably more than that. But yeah, I remember being sad after that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that sounds right. 
But that also brings us into something that we've developed over the course of this podcast. And that is the top three. Are you ready for the top three round? I am ready for a top three. So, you know, we're all getting excited about the golf season, obviously. Buddies, trips, planet stuff. So my top three are what are your top three games to play? Ooh. And around. I like this. So, I mean, I don't even have to think about this, really. Because we're, we're always gaming. Uh, mm-hmm. Typically, in an official round, I don't like the game. I got enough going on. So you don't like the game? You don't like music? I mean, Jesus, man. You're just no, no fun to play for official round. Yeah, official round, it, kind of just straight business. But you'll rock a PXG. That's, I mean, if it if it gets me a, a major victory or, <laughs> you know, catapults me into the, you know, the playoffs, sure. I'll do whatever sure. it takes. Okay. All right. Hey, listen, so this is, this is coming from the guy. <laughs> who literally just got new irons. He just got new irons last year. I I, I, I deserve I stick, that. I stick with it quickly, <laughs> and I learn it. And I figure out, you know, the strengths. The if, I don't, if you can't use it, you just trade it away. Well, yeah, it uh, just wasn't working out. <laughs> you know, but I gave it four or five years. Five years, yeah. Yeah. You, on the other hand. Like to just, I told it. you it's my problem, man. All right. All right. So, but no, we're, you know, anything besides a, uh, a fish around we're we're always gaming. So mm-hmm. whether that's in the Sunday league um, or, you know, a twilight round, whatever. So I would say probably in the three hole would be either wolf which I don't like. I think it stinks. I'd rather play. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather play uh, five three one. So that's a hundred. Never heard of it. No, it's five three one. So it's just a, a much easier way to play a game with three people. So no matter what, there's nine points total on a hole, right? Okay. So if I birdie, you par, and and Joe Bob double bogeys, right? I get five points, you get three, he gets one. Mm. Okay, so it's just total points, and then sure. you you know however whatever fifty cents or dollar point. So now say me and you tie, we both get pars. Joe Bob gets a double, right? So me, you and I, since there's only nine points total on the hole, me and you get four points, and Joe Bob gets one. Gets one. Gotcha. Yeah, it's just it's an easier way, in my opinion, to keep track. And mm-hmm. you know, I just think Wolf, like I said, I think Wolf is kind of overrated. Anyways, um number two, I would probably have to go with a Nassau, so a front back total or like a mm-hmm. a stableford, even in tournaments. I like stableford. Um I think it 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 evens things out in terms of like handicap and play. Sure, I think sure. it's a good way of doing it. Uh, and then number one, but Scotch game all day. I mean, yeah, ninety eight percent of the time we're playing a Scotch game. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this: There's so many different variations of it. I know. I got it. 
So do you play so, normally a, a five or a six point game? It's it's kind of funny because when we play uh, the club at Lockhart Bell, we got a big argument about it. You know, everybody has their different presses and all that type of stuff. Yeah. So I usually do a six point, but they want to do a five point. Okay. So here's another one. The guys at Glen Woody, they they call a a roll a gamer have you ever heard that Mm -mm. it's either one of the two they either call a roll or press a gamer and it always throws Mm -hmm. me for a loop it's like the opposite of what we call it so whenever we're playing in a a money game with them and they're like all right gamers i think it's their press their version of sure so sure but yeah just a bunch of people have a different variation of it um Mm -hmm. From what I've researched, it was originated here in Chicago. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Um, There's so many different variations. I'll tell you one thing. If you if you get a scotch game with my uncle Joe, <laughs> max is ten cents. We always we always bust his chops about it. Like, hey, you bring your roll of dimes today. He just he just likes to go out and you know have fun. And, sure. You know, as long as something's on the line. But sure. The cousins and I always bust his chops about it. But uh, and then again, we have you know some buddies that literally can't wait until they're down to throw a press on. Oh, press on, yeah, yeah. And next thing you know, you know it's press roll reroll, and mm-hmm. you know the hole's worth you know ninety six. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think scotch is, you know, the the could be dangerous. Yeah, it could be dangerous, but I think it's by far the most fun. Um, you also see how guys play under pressure, which sure. Let's this so we've gone full circle almost because this whole thing, the Chicago Golf Tour, which is formerly known as the Southside Tour, all evolved because of scotch games, money games playing in something like that to get the juices flowing. That's sure. how this all came about. Yeah. But, uh, makes sense. What's your top three? We're kind of similar. Um, Wolf is in the three hole. I, I enjoy Wolf though. I always think that's fun, especially when you get up on a part three and you're supposed to be full Wolf. You better be going alone on that, you know, type deal thing. Um, two would be like um, I go Scotch. With- I go lone wolf pretty much every time I have the opportunity. Yeah. 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 Um, I could see, I could see that if, if I was down big, probably. Um, but like the two hole would be like, um, you know, six, 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 where you switch your partner every six holes and you're playing whatever point game you're playing. Cause like you said earlier, you know, it's, it's more fun to make it even between people, you know, because right. that caps and whatnot. And I'm always a fan of, I know it's boring, but I love a, just a NASA, you know, that's a, that's a fun way when all four guys don't want to gamble, which is right. very rarely, but right. you know, if you got a couple guys that are just out there to have fun and some drinks, at least you can gamble somewhat with somebody, you know? Yeah. We almost, so to your point, we almost use that and it's pathetic because we almost use NASA as like, like a side dish because sure. it's, it's always in. So like we'll play a scotch game, but then we'll just throw a NASA on top of that 
just to like sweeten the pot. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's honestly so ridiculous, but like, you know, I don't know. That's just what I'm accustomed to. Um, I do love a good uh, leading up to like the Ryder Cups when you mess around prior to where you do match play events to get yourself in the in the mode. Yeah, match play is fun. Um, I'm interested to see the match play at the Part Three Shootout, mm-hmm. which is going to be awesome. And we're doing it a little different, so I don't think we. Yeah, last episode we talked about. It was it was possibly going to be, you know, a four ball. We were undecided. Well, we're decided. So it's going to be a four ball aggregate. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be you and your partner score combined. That way, you know, the better of the two players can't carry the team the whole day. So you're going to have to play, you know, as a team, which, you know, it should be. But you know, you'll be able to play your own ball, um, combined score. And that's going to be double elimination, match play. And then I think the way that we're going to do the seeding is basically see the top half or maybe like, you know, the top quarter. Basically take away the possibility of having a super team, right? Sure. And, right. Then, and then after that, do a blind draw. So, you know, it's obviously still going to be somewhat of luck of the draw. So it, it still could happen, but chances are, are reduced heavily. Um, so that's going to be sick. But to your point, match play is just a ton of fun. I mean, match play, especially in a team game, I think match mm-hmm. play really gets the boys going. Oh, yeah. So we're super pumped for that. Um, but, yeah, next episode – I think we're going to jump into, let's see, that leads us into somewhat a registration. We'll probably dive a little bit deeper into schedules um, next week, but I'm assuming we'll, we'll probably get into a little bit of the player handbook and what's new into that. Yep. And then, you know, um, just all that the, the season entails. So until next time, Rob. We'll see you in the fairway. See you in the fairway, Tom. See you, buddy.